This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. Despite an ongoing financial crisis that has spared few industries and countries, participants in the recent Knowledge at Wharton Real Estate in Emerging Markets Forum focused on the opportunities that still exist in underserved markets for those who know where to look. Panelists and guest speakers at the forum, organized in collaboration with Interconnect Events, included global real estate developers, investors, finance specialists, and top-level executives in the industry. Their overall message, as stated by one participant, no one is safe today, but on a relative basis, the emerging markets are better positioned. In this special report, Knowledge at Wharton asked several forum participants about their experience with and views on emerging markets. Our guest today is Bahadir Teker, CEO of Istanbul Mortgage in Turkey. Uh, Bahadir, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. For people who may not be familiar with Istanbul Mortgage, uh, could you tell us a little bit about your company and your role? It's the um, first mortgage lender, monoline mortgage lender in Turkey. As uh, It's a partnership of the, one of the uh, U.S. hedge fund, York Capital. And I am the CEO of this company. We, our business is mainly the residential lending, primary lending in Turkey, which is the very, very first company uh, in Turkey in mortgage business. In the U.S., of course, the mortgage lending business is in deep trouble because of the subprime mortgage crisis. To what degree has Turkey been affected by what is happening globally uh, in the world of real estate finance? Sure. There are several effects of Turkish market, too. First of all, there are several direct effects, uh, you know, because of the Turkish banks are uh, borrowing money from the uh, international markets. Once the interna- international markets go down, then there's a problem in the Turkish uh, financial system, too. But the good thing with the Turkish market financial system is because we leave the uh, last crisis very soon, uh, in fact, four years ago, uh, our banks are very uh, prepared for this kind of environment. And nowadays, the capital adequacy ratios are more than 17%. That means that Turkish banks are very liquid and stable in these market conditions. But it doesn't mean that the uh, real market, not the real estate market, but as a market whole, of course, there will be uh, some slowing down in the uh, Turkey, but the good thing is because the big companies are very uh, stable and the financial system is not broken, then uh, there will be a very good op- good step up just after the uh, period of crisis. So uh, we believe that especially the market dynamics are very good in Turkey, uh, even though this crisis will affect in a two-year or three-year basis, but after that, all the uh, people believe that, or the investors also believe that, Turkish market will go very fast. You referred to the direct effects. Are there any indirect effects as well on the Turkish uh, real estate finance market? Sure. Uh, you know, the supply of credit is the function of the real estate growth. So if there is a um, diminishing supply of liquidity to the real estate market, then, uh, of course, there will be a price reductions, decreases in the real estate market too. And also indirectly, because of the global slowdown 
we have uh, very big numbers of uh, exports to the uh, developing countries, we will be affected indirectly with the export uh, diminishing. Also, Turkey is the one of the uh, uh, touristic center of the, both the European and the Asia. Uh, on that side, uh, Turkish market will be affected by uh, a lot, I suppose. So these are the indirect effects. But directly, as I said, the uh, financial system is not broken in Turkey. That means that things are going on. It's very important for this kind of periods. To, to what degree have uh, real estate as well as real estate finance companies in Turkey had to change their strategies to adapt to the new financial realities? Um, in fact, you know, Turkey's last 30 years till the 2001 uh, had a very big inflation problem. Just after 2001, we had the single-digit inflation and still we has never we has never had a very good credit uh, conditions in turkey so we used to very familiar with this kind of environments this is the crisis environment happens every time in turkey for the first time in turkish history uh, we are very ready for deal with this kind of uh, credit crunch and our legal system and our companies are very resistant they have several other methods of financing not only the uh, getting credits from the banks, but they have a seller financing, they have a partnership structures, they have a family solidarity. So Turkey will not be affected as much as U.S. because we are not dependent on the uh, liquidity of the banks. Things are going when there's no credit supply. To what degree has Turkey been successful in attracting international capital? And what are the main barriers you see uh, to attracting more uh, investment from abroad? The most important problem was, uh, as I mentioned, two-digit uh, high inflation numbers in Turkey. It's very difficult to make an uh, investment assumption in this kind of environment. But just after 2003, uh, because of the uh, political stability, because of the financial market stability, because of the global liquidity, uh, th th there, there were several uh, investors coming to Turkey. Uh, I can give some numbers. Uh, in last 30 years, till the 2003, we had only 5 or $6 billion direct investment. But after 2003, we have more than $15, $20 billion direct investment as an equity. As a total investment, uh, we get more than $100 million billion for this period. Uh, why is that? Because first, uh, we long awaited for the uh, political and financial stability, and then investment is coming, just getting the uh, rewards of the uh, last uh, lost several years. So uh, it's a very good environment to get the results of the these five years. And the second thing is uh, we have uh, some stories about to tell. One of them is the European Union uh, entrance of Turkey. The second thing is the uh, integration of the several countries, uh, especially the uh, our neighbor neighbors are rich countries. Is the One of them is the Gulf countries. Uh, the other one is the Iran. 
uh, the other one is the Iraq, the other one is the Russia, uh, which are the emerging markets um, made very good uh, developments uh, and capital acc accumulation last couple of years. Turkey is the just center of the new world, in fact. On one side, Russia, the other side is the Gulf countries, the other side is the Central East Asia countries. This is the uh, just and touristic and uh, financial and investment center of this region. Uh, what kind of challenges has integration into the EU uh, created for the Turkish economy, do you think? Uh, this is a good story for uh, the investors especially. Uh, in fact, we don't need to access to the uh, European Union because, first of all, uh, we have very good demographics in Turkey. That means that we, our population is very big and growing very fast. Product, productivity is very good. Uh, educational, edu educa educated uh, people are uh, very much very near to the European standards. And uh, our uh, trade life is very dynamic. This is the more than 60% of the companies are small or medium companies. They are very flexible. Uh, European uh, economy, as you know, is uh, slowing down very fast. And uh, although they have a very good legal structure and very good environment and they have a capital accumulation, Turkey is going very fast and growing very fast. This is the consumption is taking place in Turkey and growth is taking place. Because of that, there's a very good synergies to go into the European Union. But on the other hand, uh, there are some cultural differences, of course. We are the a secular Muslim uh, country. Uh, Europeans are Christians. Uh, uh, some of the countries from Europe thinks that it's a problem, but all the Turkish people are very reluctant about that. We don't have any problem with the uh, integration with the European Union, uh, and uh, we are the secular uh, Islamic country, not the Islamic countries. So uh, I think the main barrier for the next couple of years uh, some of the countries uh, don't uh, believe or don't want to make the uh, globalization of the culture. So it's a problem of Europe, not the Turkey. Uh, one last question. Uh, uh, in addition to your role with uh, Istanbul Mortgage, I understand you also represent an association of real estate companies. Yeah. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about that part of your role and how you see the future of Turkish real estate in the next couple of years? Uh, sure. Um, I'm the board member of the Real Estate Investment Trust in Turkey. Uh, several real estate investment trusts. One of them is the GE Doge Real Estate uh, Investment Trust. And I'm also representing the uh, Real Estate Investment Trust Society in Turkey. Real estate investments in Turkey, as you can imagine, with the 75 million people uh, with a population growth of one point five percent and there's a huge urbanization taking place every year two percent of population is coming to the cities there is a need of earthquake resistant homes in Turkey there is a need of uh, urban regeneration projects and there is a, a, a need of several new uh, developments uh, homes for the uh, smalling uh, or becoming small of the families they are just uh, becoming more smaller than wife and uh, only one children and so on. The average 
uh, family size was uh, four uh, five years ago. Now it's 3.4. That means that there is a uh, huge demand of uh, houses, new houses in Turkey. And the other thing is uh, because uh, Turkey is a very big uh, commercial uh, industries, uh, especially export and import industries, we are in need of several um, logistic centers. We are in need of several uh, facilities to make this export happen. We have in need of several offices. And on the other side, there are some other dynamics related with the tourist tourism because last five years, uh, tourist numbers, especially go into the Istanbul, uh, becomes five, five times more. Nowadays, it's around 8 million people are coming only to Istanbul. 25 million people are coming to Turkey every year. And it's becoming bigger and big, bigger, these numbers. So real estate investments on tourism, tourism the resorts, hotels, city hotels, uh, and also second home market, which is very important. Uh, as you can imagine, the Spain, which gets the uh, pensioner or the second home needs of the old Europe, now today is the new center for the Europe to buy a new house to uh, live its pension lives. So Turkey, in fact, south of Turkey, in fact, is the California of the uh, old Europe and the Asia. Not only the Europe, but the Russians are uh, very uh, in front of, uh, front of the Turkish uh, south costs. That means that there are several new investment alternatives in the south of Turkey too. So Turkey is full of opportunities on the real estate side. It's obvious. And as you, uh, maybe you see the uh, study of the uh, uh, Goldman Sachs saying that in 2050, Turkey will become the ninth biggest economy of the world, which is ahead of Germany and France, just behind of UK. It's a, it shows very easily that, that there is a great potential in the both economy and, of course, in the real estate industry, not only domestically, but also the international uh, real estate investment center in coming decades. Bahadur, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure for me. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.